You know, uh, I'm, I, I'm looking at a, a group of people that may not quite uh, relate to this movie that I'm going to just mention it. How many of us still remember the movie The Good, The Bad and The Ugly? Alright, so The Good and Bad and The Ugly. The Gunslinger. Ding, 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 ding. Okay. You know this song? The good, the bad, and the ugly is a story about um, in the Western, uh, in the cowboy West, right? There were three at that time of, uh, in, the, in the movie, of course, just in the movie, lah, there were three very, uh, very established, the best gunslinger, you know, they, they draw the fastest one. There's a good one, there's a bad one, there's an ugly one, right? The good, the bad, and the ugly. Today, we want to look at this passage and we want to identify the good, the bad, and the ugly. In, uh, in Luke chapter 15, uh, 15, 11 to 32, a story about the prodigal sons. Uh, I put down the prodigal sons. Uh, I'll explain to us a little bit more. Probably some of us could have seen it quite obvious, right? Now, let me just, uh, let's just read together, shall we? Pretty long passage of story. Uh, yeah, let's read together. Then he say, a certain man had two sons. The younger of them say to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falls to me. So he divided to them his livelihood. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, journeyed to a far country, and there wasted his possessions with prodigal living. But when he had spent all, there arose a severe famine in that land, and he began to be in want. Then he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country, and he sent him into the fields to feed swine. And he would gladly have filled his stomach with the pots that the swine ate. And no one gave him anything. But when he came to himself, he said, How many of my father's hired servants have bread enough to spare? And I perish with hunger. I will arise and go to my father and will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. And I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Make me like one of your hired servants. And he arose and came to his father. But when he was still a great way off, his father saw him and had compassion and ran and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and in your sight, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, Bring out the best robe and put it on him, and put a ring on his hand and sandals off his feet, and bring the fatted calf here and kill it. And let us eat and be merry. For this my son was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found, and they began to be merry. Now his older son was in the field, and as he came and drew near to the house, he heard music and dancing. So he called one of the servants and asked what these things meant. And he said to him, Your brother has come, and because he has received him safe and sound, your father has killed the fatted calf. But he was angry and would not go in. Therefore his father came out and pleaded with him. So he answered and said to his father, Lo, these many years I have been serving you. I never transgressed your commandments at any time, and yet you never gave me a young goat that I might make merry with my friends. But as soon as this son of yours came, who has devoured your livelihood with helots, you killed a fatted calf for him. And he said to him, Son, you are always with me, and all that I have is yours. It was right that we should make merry and be glad. For your brother, his brother was dead and alive again and was lost and is found. Let's come to the Lord in prayer. Father, we thank you, the Lord, for in your words that this, this beautiful passage that was given to us, revealed to us by Jesus concerning the heart of the Father. Well, today we just submit ourselves to you. We ask for your Holy Spirit to speak to us and that we might in some way 
not just understand the heart of the Father, may receive the heart of the Father for ourselves. Father, knowing my lips, then my speak words that reflect your heart, Father. Lord, I submit all of your people, your children to you. We pray the Lord. Would you come to speak to us? Would you silence every voice that resembles the lies of the enemy? By the blood of Jesus, as we have sung, silence every lie. I pray, O oh God, that may the blood of Jesus enable us to encounter the truth and the reality of the Father's love in our life. Thank you, Lord. We praise you, Lord. In Jesus' name. Amen. The good, the bad, and the ugly. And um, this passage, I'm sure that you've heard many times. I've shared with us before also on quite a number of occasions over the years. But this morning, we just want to focus uh, slightly different on the as different aspects of, uh, of the story. Let's start with the bad. In this story, which is the bad? <laughs> the bad, I will put it for, for, my, for, my, uh, uh, for the purpose of our sharing this morning. The bad is the son, the, the, the son, the younger son. The son who asked the father for his inheritance. Give me what is my portion. And he went away. He tasted, he, he took with the goodness of his father and he went away. You see, he was given so much resources and he didn't treasure those, those, uh, those resources. How, how, how do we define the bad son? Now, how did he get lost? He didn't get lost just, just overnight. He got lost because he did not treasure what the father has given to him. He went away. He squandered all. He spent all that the father has given him. He did nothing to preserve what the Father has given him. He did nothing to multiply what the Father has given him. He just take it, he just enjoy it for himself. My dear friends, sometimes we as Christians, we are so blessed by the Lord in so many different things, so many different ways. Some of us are blessed with resources of all kinds, financial uh, and spiritual resources, and we take it and we keep it, and we did nothing to it. And that was the beginning of the, of the, you know, the downfall of the bad son, actually. Because you will look at it, and uh, you know, the attitude comes tremendously towards the, uh, the downward spiral of this lost son, the bad one. So he, he, he compromised. Sometimes we receive the word of God. We receive what the Lord say, the heart of God for our lives. We take it, we take it lightly. We take it lightly. You say, ah, never mind lah. Never mind lah. You know? Uh, you just squander away. And that was the bad. The bad son. The second, the, 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 the ugly, I would call the prodigal. Now the real prodigal was not the one outside, I believe. Although, although the words, you know, there's the scriptures that Jesus said, he's, he's, he, 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 he lived in the prodigal lifestyle. The real prodigal is the one at home. A really real prodigal, real, real rebel. The real prodigal is this, that, you know, the, the elder son, when, uh, when uh, he heard that his, uh, his younger brother came home, the father has received him, he was so happy. The uh, father was so happy. The father bestowed immediately upon him. And this older brother said that, what is this? He could not even call his younger brother his brother. He said, this son of yours, nyalaizuo. <laughs> so have you ever, you know, in the Chinese family, when we are so angry with them, with that, with that, with that son of ours, we speak to ourselves, nyalaizuo, your son, your son did this. That was the, the, the level of discontent and resentment in the older brother. But know that the older brother, that the father was shocked. The son, you know, he said, he say, you know, the the, uh, the older brother say, hey, come on. He said, low, low. Verse 29, answer and say to his father, low, 
Yo, these so many years I've been serving you, man. I never disobey your commandment. I stay within the boundary at any time, oh. Yet you never gave me a young God. You don't appreciate me. I serve you like nobody's business. I stay away from the prostitutes, not like this son of yours. I stay away from, you know, wild party. Oh, because, because you say so, lah. I did all that. But what has become of me? This son of yours done all that, the bad, come back home. And you threw a party for him. Are you for real, dad? Really? You threw a party for this guy? And, uh, and, 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 and you killed not just the, the, any, any calf, the fatted one, the one I've been eyeing for. I wanted to have a party, I wanted a barbecue with my friends. Hey, you killed it all. All for this no good son of yours. He was so angry. And he says that, where is my return? In a way that the, the son exposed what is in his heart. I did all this, all this to please you so that I can win the inheritance that you have for me. I did all this expecting for some kind of blessing from you. I did all this expecting some kind of wages from you. You know, these are wages, right? You do things, you do things to expect something to come to you, return to you. You, 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 there's wages, right? If you do, if we, if we work for wages, we are worker, okay? We are employee, right? And the father was shocked. Son, he didn't, he didn't say that. Hey, manager. Hey, estate manager. Hey, supervisor. His son, you're always with me, and all that I have is yours at your disposal. Wow. Sometimes, you know, the, as Christians, we, 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 we do things expecting God to give us something bad. Not, not really a wages. Not really, not, sometimes not, not really just wages. Sometimes it's not really just money. I expect God to bless me. And uh, now we've had Christians who say to me, oh, you serve God so, so faithfully. Surely God will bless you. I said, huh? God will bless me not because I serve Him faithfully. God bless me, therefore I serve Him faithfully. We, we do not do things for God. Never. The Father, our Heavenly Father today will be very, very shocked. I said, you serve me so that you can have a good life? No. You know, you know the, the, the contrary is true. Huh? Every circle, sometimes our life can be, can be so... So challenging, and 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 this is this is this is the this is the uh, the older son. The older son was strictly what I call operating on a very legalistic lifestyle. The older son was living in legalism, in the presence of his family father. In the presence of his heavenly father, a Christian can live very legalistic. Legalism will give birth to judgmentalism. He judged the, just the younger brother. Except, oh, I mean, I, 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 I obey all your commandments. There you are. You have not appreciated me. You have not rewarded me with, with, uh, with goodness. And his father was shocked. I said, you are sitting in goodness, you are living among goodness, my goodness, my resources. What do you need to do? All you need to do is us. All you need to do is us. 
What is the common things between the bad and the ugly? First of all, they are both sons, right? They're both sons. Number two, they both have a sense of entitlement. The bad and ugly has both a sense of entitlement. The younger son, the younger son felt that he, he has an entitlement to his father's inheritance. True enough. Sure enough. Sure enough. There is entitlement. There is, there is what is his. But the sense of entitlement and receiving for what is rightfully ours is different. Sense of entitlement, we begin to demand our rights. When we demand the rights towards something that is already ours, there's a sense, you know, once a person has a sense of entitlement, uh, he'll go around, as I, as I often say, he'll go around not being thankful for what he, what he has. Not being thankful for not just what he has physically, materially, but what he has in terms of people, people to know how to appreciate other people. They say, you give me something, I should have done it a long time ago. You know, entitlement for a greeting, let's say. A sense of entitlement. I walked into the church this morning, nobody say hi to me. Or, Don't you, didn't you miss me? A sense of entitlement. I, 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 I'm, the, I'm, the, I'm the priest in charge of the Anglican Church. I walk in here, you'll see me. Okay. I'm at least entitled to a... <laughs> a sense of entitlement will, 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 uh, will turn us into very... Not, not a thankful person. You cannot be thankful. You cannot be, be, be thankful. The sense of entitlement will always demand the other person do something for us first. So the sense of entitlement came, he, he, came to, he came to the father. He said, this is mine. A sense of entitlement. Uh. Sense of entitlement. And says that, father, you already decided, ma, you know, you have only two sons. You die already. Have half long, huh? Give me half now, like, why, why, you, why you give me after you die? I don't know how, uh, how, how, how long you, uh, you, uh, you are going to live. Right? Give it to me now, like, so I can enjoy it. Number three, they did not know how to, both did not know how to appreciate what they have. The, the, the older son also have a sense of entitlement. Now, even after, not, notwithstanding what I said about you know, the, the older son, that he works for wages. He said, he, I obey all the commandments. You know, among the Ten Commandments, there's one commandment that comes with a promise. You know, right? Among the Ten Commandments, there's one commandment that comes with a promise with a blessing. That is to honor your father and mother. It is the only commandment that comes with a promise. So if you if obey that commandment, we can actually take your coupon and claim the promise. It's, it's, not, it's not entirely wrong. But having a sense of entitlement means that we begin to demand the rights of it. But, but Jesus expressed that, you know, live his life contrary to all that we, we understand about our rights and entitlement. Philippians chapter 2 told uh, us that Jesus, though he himself is God, did not hold on to his deity, his godly position, but give it up. He has given up his right to be God. You see, for Jesus to come to the world to be man, he must be willing to give it up. It was his right law. He was the son of God. He is the son of God. The only begotten son of God. He came to this world surrendering that life, that right. He, he, he leave it, he, he put it down. And because of that, he was, and then he said he was, he was obedient to, to his father, to God, even unto death. And Paul says, imitate Christ. But what does it mean? What does it mean for us to imitate Christ? As I said, the, the, the things that both of them did not know how to appreciate what they have. They were sitting on gold mine. They didn't know how to appreciate it. They're sitting on the whole 
the whole resources of the Father. He didn't, they didn't know how to appreciate it. People who do not know how to appreciate whether Christian or non-Christian, the good things in life will not be able to enjoy life. The bad, the lost son, did not thought he was enjoying life. No. It just sent him to a spiral downward, downward spiral uh, decline. That he, 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 he didn't enjoy life. He thought he was enjoying life. No, he wasn't enjoying life. The elder son, he was sitting in the, he was living in the security provision of the father. He didn't know how to say thank you. He didn't know. Number four, what is the common things about this, 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 uh, these two sons? They were both sons. They both live in the in the house in the in the in the in the abundance of the father's house. They were both they have both tasted the goodness of the father. Both had tasted the goodness of the father, right? Both had tasted the goodness of the father. Now who is the good one? Of course the good one is the father, right? Then how do we describe how what can we see from here the 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 the, the the terrorist, uh, what, the, what the father is. Number one, he is generous. He provided both for both sons. The younger son say, I want mine, you can have yours. He was generous. He gave generously. He provided them. You know, if the younger son has not tasted the goodness of the father's house, he would not have come to his senses, remember. You know, he said, he said, you know, he said, he said, I remember when I dwell in the house of my father, the goodness of the house of my father. I was a son, but even the servant in my father's house lives better than me now. I will return, you see not claiming my right, my entitlement as a son. Isn't it what he said? I'm not, I'm not worthy to be a son. Basically, I'm not claiming I'm, I have surrender. I am surrendering my right as a son. Of course, he, of course he was a son. But he said, I lay down my claim. I, I relinquish my sense of entitlement. And I come to the Father. And I say, I have sinned against heaven, against you. He has rehearsed all of his speech. I'm not worthy to be your son. Jesus tells this story very deliberately, I believe. When the younger son, the, the bad one, the lost son came home, the father was waiting and got hold of, got hold of him and, uh, and, uh, and, uh, and talked to him and uh, welcomed him accepted him before he could even say I'm not worthy to be your son the father stopped it the father did not even have even, even allow him to come to that Jesus is, is telling us the heart is revealing to us the heart of the, of the father as, as, as the father comes as the father comes to the son all he needed to hear so is our heavenly father all he needs to hear from us is, I am sorry. Go no further. Go no further to condemn yourself that you're not worthy. You have always been my son. It is another spiritual principle Jesus says that if I lay down my life on my own accord, I can take it up again. If we lay down our entitlement even it is truly our son. As the, truly as, as the sons of God, children of God. We lay it down before the Father. You know, the Father will not allow us to just stay there and, 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 and drown ourselves with self-condemnation, self-pity and all the rest of it. The scripture has been consistent with the heart of the Father in the Old and the New Testament. New Testament, we saw the example of Jesus. Jesus said, I lay down my life so I can take it up again. Because I laid it down on my own accord. And, the, and, and, and Paul described you know, uh, uh, Jesus as the, as, the, as, the, as, the, as the Son of God, that He was obedient. He did not hold on 
to the fact to the fact that he is God. He did not consider equality of God something to be grabbed, something to be caught onto. He laid it down. He 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 came to the world. He came to the world as man, and he was obedient even unto death. And therefore, the Father has exalted him above all. The Father exalted Abraham. Why? Because he is Son, Lord. He is the Son. He is God's only begotten Son. God will never forget that. He will not. He will not do otherwise with our lives. It may appear for a little while in our lives. We are like the bad, like the ugly. We are in a place that is disconnected from the, from, the, from the presence, from the resources of the Father. But it does not change the fact that we are sons, my dear brothers and sisters in Christ. I want to, I want to I, I, and I feel that the Lord is wanting us to grasp this. You are a son. You need to know that you are a son. You have the right to inheritance. You have the right to, in, you have the right to God's bountiful resources. That is who you are. Don't look at yourself any, 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 any otherwise. Because any, any, uh, any view contrary to that, it is a lie from the enemy. It is a lie. It's a blatant lie. The, 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 the bad, the less, the, the lost son, believe in a lie. I'm not worthy to be, the, to be, to be your son. In the, presence, in the presence of a loving Generous Father, those words has, has found no way out, has found no place in the entire conversation. Right. The Father was always looking out for His sons. For the lost son, the Father was, eh, kebetulan ka? Angame? Angame? No, the, the father was, you know, the father didn't know. In those days, uh, no telegram, no, uh, no handphone, no email, you know, no internet, no social media, no Facebook. Don't know when the son is coming back. How did, how did, how did the father just cause sight of him? From afar, from far off, he ran towards the son. He must be there watching out, waiting for him every day, every day. For his son to come home. That's the father. What about the older son? The older son, you know, Marajuko. Falanjao. Went upside there. I'm not going in. What did the father do? The father went out, came out from the party. And son, what happened to you? So try to persuade him, try to try to to go in. The father's heart is always looking up, chasing after the son. That's the father's heart. Number three, the father's heart is always very forgiving. The lost son came home. He said sorry. He forgave. The older son he accept him and he begin to explain to him, you are in a privileged position. Number four, he's always accepting and receiving. He always accept and receive. No matter what state of our spirituality, our Heavenly Father is always accepting. Number five, he's always blessing. He's always blessing. He always is a generous, generous, generous God. Always blessing. We just came back from the prayer conference. Some of us uh, were at the prayer conference as well in Tawau. And, uh, and after this, we're going to see some video clip. One of the things that... Uh, one of those things that I, I took away from the conference was this, it was not really planned at the, at the last session. I, I shared a, a mention or, 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 or rather mentioned some example of revival, spiritual revival in our diocese. And I shared a particular 
and a particular uh, uh, encounter of my own. Somewhere has heard this before. In 1982, I was uh, attending a youth evangelist training uh, in La Tatu in St. Mark. I, uh, I finished my SDPM. The day I finished, the next day, the, uh, the rector, he was still the rector, he was not a dean yet, uh, Bishop Jenfa, hand me the ticket, tomorrow you're going to La Tatu. Okay. Okay, I took the ticket. That afternoon, I went to the church office. I took the ticket. The next morning, I took a flight to Ladatu. We attended the, the uh, youth evangelist uh, training, two weeks training. So I went there, to cut a long story short. I shared with the, I, 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 I shared with the uh, conference that that was a time that we experienced our pouring of the Holy Spirit. I have never heard a single person pray in tongues before that point. I read in the Bible, I asked around, what is this tongue? Nobody could explain to me in KK. Right? Now some of you, you may feel, feel very, very shocked. Huh? Nobody could explain to me, what is this tongue? Can you show me an instance where this is tongue? Nobody could, could, could tell me. Maybe you go to the Baptist church, you can hear some tongues. You say. But not in the Anglican church. So, so I went and, 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 and uh, I never knew what, what it means to have a vision. I was in the youth uh, ministry, youth fellowship, sorry, youth fellowship, uh, school, school uh, Christian fellowship and all the rest of it. Uh, and uh, never knew what it mean to, what, what, what does it mean to be filled with the Holy Spirit, to be baptized in the Holy Spirit. No expectation, Nothing. And they came, they, uh, the, one of those nights, it was not the final night, it was not in the middle of it somewhere. And there were a whole group of us who, who, stood to, who stood together expecting to receive a visitation of the Holy Spirit. And that night was the night where we stood together as young people, 18, 19 years old, all of us was about that age. Some will be younger, some will be older. Uh, among them was uh, Archbishop, uh, Melta and uh, Ashikan Lidis and there are some other pastor. I still remember that uh, Reverend Dias was there and that's how I got to know him. And uh, Michael Lawrence, uh, the son of uh, uh, Canon Lawrence Lavin and, and a few others, a whole lot of us. And we came up to receive the but I have no idea what I was receiving. I have no idea what I was, I was, uh, I was uh, about to receive. And uh, never heard of tongue, didn't know how to pray in tongue, and just pray, 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 until the time it was all conducted by our local priests and pastors. Uh, Canon Fred David was there, he was not a canon yet. Uh, Miss Sylvia Jean, she was, she was not a canon yet. Reverend Herbert Tong, he, he was not a dean yet. And some others. And uh, Kenneth Fred David came to me, and I, I was praying there for the longest time. And he said, "I was saying, he said that Kenneth forget about English, forget about English. You know, whatever that comes forth from your stomach, from your inner, let it out." So I followed his advice, I let it out, and uh, some funny sound came out. I was so shocked. I was so shocked. I stopped. And then he came around again. Then gone, 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 gone. Let it out, let it out. I wasn't really sure what, 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 what was it. It was tongue. I never heard of tongue, tongue before. And, uh, and, and in the midst of all these bits and pieces, we just, I just focused on one aspect. And I suddenly saw myself in the heavenly vision. That vision was this, that there was a whole crowd of people all dressed in white, all facing one direction. I was looking all at the back of the head. I remember that a lot of the, the hair, or black hair, Black, black, black hair. I was there. I was, they were all looking at something inside towards in the front. They were lifting up their hands. There was no sound. I tried to squeeze myself in and I, and I, and I, and I, and I saw somebody sitting on a white marble, white stone throne, huge one. He was sitting up there. 
and I encountered his eyes. All I could remember was his eyes. His eyes just pierced into my spirit. Captivating as it was, it just pierced into my spirit. And both firm and loving. And I, there was no sound. I said, what's going on? I asked, who are you? There was no sound. Yesterday, I didn't, I, 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 I kind of, I kind of uh, you know, it did it a bit, huh? There was no sound. I asked, who are you? There was no sound. Then there was this voice of Canon Fred Davis said, lay it out, lay it out, you know. So I begin to reluctantly utter the voice, the sound, the sound that came so funnily coming up from inside me. And that's, that's all I, I pray. Oh, my first tongue. The, tongue. the tongue just went just like that. And suddenly I could hear sounds, voices, Everyone, it was like a chorus of the most beautiful choir. And it says, holy, holy, holy to the Lamb who was slain but now sits on the throne. I drew near. As long as I, as I uttered the tongue in my, in, my, in my mouth, I drew near and I asked, who are you? And he said, I'm Jesus. I said, Jesus, I want you. I desire you. I want you in my life. And I continued to just pray in tongues. And uh, very little that I know. And uh, I could hear the whole chorus of choir all around me. Wow, it was, it was heavenly. I didn't want to leave. I didn't want him to leave, Jesus to, 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 uh, to, to leave. He came down from the throne. He looked at me with his same eye, the staring eyes. And then he turned, he went, he, he turned and he, and he and went back to the throne. I said, no, 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 Jesus, no, 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 no. Don't go, don't leave me, don't go, don't go, don't go. He turned again, looked at me with great, deep compassion. The second time. And then for a while, and then he, he turned, he said, no, 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 Jesus, don't leave me. The third time when he came, he came to me, he came straight to me and, whoa, and then I, 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 I kind of uh, opened my eyes and I was aware of my surrounding. Our Bishop Melter was already lying on the, on the floor, on my, behind me. Ren Chung Taoyong of Taobao was somewhere there in the corner. He was, I think he was weeping like bucket. You know, so I, I can't remember. He was there. And right in the whole group of people, everybody was lying on the floor. Only two persons standing there was myself and Archdeacon Lidis right next to me. Right next to him. Literally right next to me. <laughs> look at him. You look at me. <laughs> so, so I look at the watch. It was past 12 midnight. Yesterday, after I shared this, Reverend Chung Tao Yong said, I knew we ended late. I didn't know it was past midnight. Yeah, of course you were on the floor. What, 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 what did you know? No? And, and that was it. You know, there was, it was truly not something that was planned. It was outpouring of the Holy Spirit to a group of people who were expecting, longing for something more, more to life. What is it? Didn't know. And among these who, who, were, who were there, many of them became, of course, pastor. And uh, many of them went on to become uh, priests in our diocese. Many of them came, came forth, from them there. Because I mentioned about Arch, 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 uh, Archbishop and so on. And, and, and I, didn't, I, didn't, I, I, I was just, just excited about it. But yesterday on the way up to the airport, and uh, uh, we were being sent off by, 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 uh, uh, by a couple of uh, clergy from from, uh, from St. Patrick Church. And they were saying that, I never knew, I never knew, we never heard about this story. 
One of the the wife, one of the one of the, cler, the clergy's wife said that when that happened, 1982, I was only one year old. <laughs> and little Saint Mark people came and said, "We didn't know all these things. Like, you didn't know." Then I've been sharing this so many times. I remember I shared this in Saint Mark too. You know, we didn't know. It was so encouraged. It was basically that this is the revival. They are well of revival in our diocese. They are well of revival in our diocese. But what happened to when those revival has come? Those are pouring of the Holy Spirit. There were youth revival in All Saints Cathedral. You, you, that's why, that's why we, are called, we, are, we are desert stream here. We birthed all from the youth revival. They were, they were revival, huge one in, 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 uh, in Sandakan, in Tawau, in Kudat. There were those, you know, we really need to come before the Lord and repent of the sin like the lost son. Receive the resources, we did not multiply it. We did not build it up. We did not treasure it. We squandered it away. You know, spiritual giftings and, uh, can be squandered away also. If you don't use it otherwise, you lose it. If, 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 you know, if everyone, everybody will receive a gift of tongue, but always tell them you've got, to, you've got to keep praying in tongues, keep, keep using it. Because if you despise it, if you don't use it, after a while you find that, nah. That was just for a spur of a moment, just don't know what happened to me, lah, you know. Maybe that, that day, uh, I, I, when this tongue came out, I was tired, lah. Or too cold, maybe cool, too cold. We can find all kinds of excuses. Maybe too cold, huh? There's people who slain, maybe too cold, it's too cold, it's too cold, it's You know, we can find all kinds of rationality to describe it. But spiritual gift can also be left dormant. But I want to say this, that, 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 that aside. So this, uh, as I said, one of the, uh, the, uh, the, the, the clergy wife, now I understand. She, uh, she say, why, you know, some of these who were there on that night, no matter what happened in their life, they always come back to the Lord. And it just woke me up just like that. And I began to run through my mind all those who were present that night. As I say, some have become, one will become archbishop, one, you know, archdeacon. Among them, two, one of them has actually, like a prodigal son, has left the Lord. And he came back. After many years, when I met him again, I make him a committee member, you know, in, my, in our vocation com- com- committee. I said, wow, it's so good to see you. He said, wow, what a journey. What a journey. He came home. Two of them died young. Reverend Dyers, of course, you, we all know, both died when they were serving the Lord. These people, they, 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 they just, just went out. One of them is still a prodigal son, a lost son. But you see, what, 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 what she said to me was this, yeah, I say, in my heart, I always share with, wherever I go, I share with churches and, and in the dances. You know, I always say, that there has to be something more than this. There has to be something, it has to be something more than what we are seeing. There has to be something more than what we are doing. We talk about the youth ministry, we do this and we do that. There is always a deep discontent inside me. No, that is not enough. We are, we are, you know, we are, we, it is, it is, it is, it is, uh, there is more to this. I mean, look at ministry, try to, try to help people to, 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 to grow. I said, there has to be more than this. Why is it so difficult? Why is it so challenging? 
there's be more to this. And as I, as I begin to share this and begin, I see people's heart are being encouraged, they're being stirred, they're being, they're, they're being so excited now about, wow, they were saying that this kind of stories, it must, it must be told. I say, yes, it must be told. This is our heritage. This is the gift of God. We have tasted the goodness of the Father. We were in the Father's house. We have, we have received abundance spiritual resources. We, we need to, we, 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 uh, and, and we, need to, we need to treasure it. And I say, yeah, we need to tell the story over and over again. There's only one of those, those you know, that's those, uh, those uh, uh, revival moment. You know, then I realized this. For anything that is birthed forth from a revival, it will not die. Even those who wander away from the Lord, they will return. Like a prodigal son, like a lost son. It is more than just what I described to you is more than just a seeing a vision. Sometimes now these people see vision all, 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 all the time, right? So people going everywhere see see vision and then they, they speak in tongues and all that. We, 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 we consider it a small thing. Was it a small thing at that time in KK? It was not a small thing. Well, nobody, I grew up as in the Christian church and the Christian home. I have Christian friends in school from other denominations. I never heard a single word of tongue utter. I didn't know what it means to see a vision. It was more than just a vision. And as I tell this story, you say, wow, these are the things I'm, a lot of people see. It was not just that. It, was, it meant something to me. Something in me that the Father has done. In my DNA, there is like, you know, as if that, in, 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 people, people talk about you, you, you take the vaccine, uh, you change your DNA. I, I had that spiritual in, uh, Encounter my spiritual DNA was changed, like a vaccine, spiritual vaccine being being, being pumped into my bloodline, in, into my blood. I don't understand why. That in many points, in many times in my life, I should have given up. I should have stopped. I should have just you know forget about you know all this being serving the Lord and all that. Just take, just take care of myself. I was tempted. But there's something inside me I cannot understand. It is not a nice feeling, but it's a pull that always pulls me back to the house of the Father. It always draws me back to the house of the Father. I cannot explain it. Yesterday when I shared it, I said, I understood. Because it was birthed from a revival. Today we want to see young people turning to the Lord. We, can't, we use all kinds of programs. Interesting, creative, all the rest of it. But I want to say this to you. I want to say this, in fact, from this time onwards, I'm going to say this to everywhere I go. We need a revival. We need a revival. We need that moment, pang, when they experience the love of the Father. In a way so personal, in a way so intimate, in the way that will transform, change their spiritual DNA, change them from the inside out. Then no matter how difficult the journey ahead of them, they will always return to the house of the Father. No matter how far away they have gone, they will always return to the house of the Father. Because at those are the moments that they have tasted the goodness of the Father. The goodness of the Father. Man, I tell you, my brother and sister in Christ, revival is better than no, than no revival. And I pray, and I pray, the promise in Joy chapter 2, the young man will, will uh, what? See vision. Okay, I always got mixed up. Who, 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 who see vision and who, uh, who dream dreams? Uh? I'm asking you now no, 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 because I test you, because I'm, I'm not sure. <laughs> the young man will see vision, the old man will dream dreams. That, that, that is, uh, you know, I was a young man, I saw vision. Paul saw a heavenly vision. When he was standing in front, he was, he, he was, he was, he was uh, on trial. 
before the, the, uh, the, the high priest of, of the day. He said, that I, 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 I did not forget the heavenly vision. It was more than just a heavenly vision. At the moment of time, when Paul was on the way to, the, you know, to, uh, uh, to Damascus, he encountered Jesus, he encountered God at that point of time, something changed inside him. Something changed inside him that caused him that he was willing to lay down his life. There was such a goodness of God. There was such a goodness of the Father. There was such a goodness. That moment, wow, that moment that caused this man willing to die for God. When Wing and I were in, in Rome, we visited uh, the uh, former Archbishop of the Indian Ocean, Archbishop uh, Yen, uh, Ernest Yen. Yen Ernest. Yen Ernest. Uh, so the, the Anglican Church is in, in Rome has an uh, has, uh, Anglican uh, center. So I emailed him very quickly. He was so keen. He asked me to, to meet up with him. So we went. So we were sitting in the office. In his, in his, uh, it's basically his office, living room, his quarters, all, in, all on one floor. La. So two people there. And he said that this, we are sitting right on top of the place where Paul was put under house arrest. Wow! <laughs> I said, wow. I said, can I go and have a look? I said, we, 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 we can bring them down. Unfortunately, summer holiday, everybody wants a holiday. <laughs> the guy who, 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 who has a key to let us go inside, you know, was not there. I just felt like, wow, I'm sitting right on top of a place where this man, the Apostle Paul, was placed under house arrest. And then uh, Fing and I, we, 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 we they, you know, they, they, they will, they will now, now, now they will do an uh, <coughs> annual uh, in the footstep of Paul, a three days, three days uh, pilgrimage. Some of our our brother, clergy, our brothers and sisters from Sarawak, from, uh, from Kuching, Kuching were, were there this year in June. Uh, so it was very exciting. Very exciting. Next year, they, they are going to do it again. So I said, do it again. Please keep me informed. He gave me, uh, gave me some contact and, and, all, all, and, 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 and all of that. And then there was a place uh, where Paul was executed. On top of that, the, the execution place of Paul, uh, the, uh, uh, subsequently the Christians set up built a big church, the second largest church after St. Peter, of course, uh, in, uh, in the Vatican. Uh, in Rome is St. Paul, St. Paul Basilica, right? uh, St. Paul Cathedral. You know, it was uh, it was it was huge. We went there. We 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 we, we took a we took a public transportation. Went outside, and uh, went outside. It was outside the city wall of Rome, the ancient wall of Rome. Why? Because Romans are uh, they execute people within the wall. Sorry, they execute people outside the wall. They don't want any execution done within the city wall. So when there's execution, it's always there, outside. So the, the, the place, and we went there. And I tell you that, I tell you that there, there are so many tourists, some of the young tourists went into that, that place and they knelt down and they pray. Young European tourists, there's something about that place. The anointing of it, the presence of, of, of the Lord, not of Paul, huh? the presence of, uh, of God was because somebody laid down his life. The blood of the martyr, we always say, open a portal for God's presence of God's anointing to come. And I, always, and I always believe and I understand why is it so. Because these are the people who exactly like what, they fashioned after the life of Jesus. He did not hold on to equality with God as something to be grabs. He laid it down. He came as man, lived among us, obedience to God, even unto death. And for the blood of Jesus speaks because of that. But why, did, why was Jesus able to do it? Why were Paul able to do it? 
because they tasted the goodness of the Father. They were in the Father's presence. They encountered the good in this story that we have been, we have been, we have been looking at this morning. They encounter the good, good Father. So I want to encourage us two things. First, to ask and pray for a revival to come. Do it one more time. But before that, we need to come to the Lord and ask for His forgiveness. We squander it away. We have taken the things of the Spirit too lightly. We have taken sometimes even the name of the Lord too lightly. How, what, what do I mean? People sometimes are so overpowered and overtaken by the desire of the flesh and they say, the Lord told me to do it. When I encountered that, I had the, the spiritual encounter, the Lord didn't tell me anything. He didn't tell me to do anything. He just want me to be in His presence. He just want me to be in His presence. Secondly, we want to pray for the next generation. Pray for the outbreak of revival. Yeah, we need to learn uh, a lot of uh, program, youth alpha la, and all this, la, youth fire conference. La. We see our young people slipping away, slipping away from our, from, from, from our hands, slipping away from God. It is a downward spiral that it doesn't cause us to cry out to God and say, God have mercy, revive us again. Revive us again. Revive us one more time. This time we will treasure it. There's a stream, it's a church that was built on youth ministry. How many young people do we have today? How many children are upstairs now? But... But we have a good, good father. Amen. Come back to him. Come back to him in repentance, in reliance. Nowadays, for conferences, we want to know how comfortable is a conference. When I went to La Dato, some of us know the story, right? It was, it was one day after my SDPM. How ready could I be? That night, I packed everything into one blue suitcase, the rubber MAS suitcase, the rubber one, that, that big. I packed in everything. I zip it up. I went on the flight to Ladato. I, came to, I, I arrived at the airport. Miss Sylvia Jeans looked at me. Later on, she told me, when I saw you coming down from the flight, I say, where is your luggage? Remember? I say, yeah, yeah, yeah. I asked. I remember you asked me, where is the luggage? I said, that's all I have, I say. I look at you and I said, oh boy, you know. <laughs> this young man doesn't know what he's getting into. He arrived at the, at the kindergarten. Uh, we were also all, all gathered together in the, uh, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the in the kindergarten classroom of uh, St. Mark Church. St. Mark Church. Okay. And I, I was expecting you know, uh, some, uh, maybe a thin mattress and a piece of covering. When there, no mattress, no covering. Everybody was there, every man for himself. <laughs> so, I, I went there and uh, Miss Silver Jean said, okay, you go to find your corner, quickly find a corner. So I take, you know the, you know, maybe some of you still, uh, still remember, those are, those are long, wooden table for kindergarten. It's about that length. Huh? I put four together. I push it to the corner. I put my, my, my mask, my beautiful blue mask. A Malaysia airline, Malaysia airline uh, back on top of it. I occupied that. Four tables. That was my bed for the subsequent more than two weeks. And there was no pillow. I used the, the suitcase as my pillow. There was no covering. I didn't bring any blanket. 
So what do I do? Every night I put, I open my 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 my, my suitcase. I put on everything. My socks, everything I put on. Then I sleep. The next day I wake up, I take off everything, I put it back. It went on for two weeks. What about the rest? People like Bishop Melton and all that, they even just a piece of sarong on the wooden floor. I don't know what, I can't remember what, what he used as a pillow. He brought along his guitar, sometimes he would just lie there and he's chow, chow chi jiao like that, lying down at the plate, plate guitar. And there were only that many tables, huh? And that was how hungry we were. We didn't care. We didn't care about the comfort. Hey, no mosquito netting, huh? Just some mosquito coin. Friend, not the, not the electric one, huh? The burning one, huh? You know the burning one, huh? You want to get the mosquito go away, you got to be in the smoke, you know? <laughs> <coughs> all my clothing smell like mosquito coil because you've got to be in the presence of the smoke <laughs> that was how hungry we are and only that before we, 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 we pray uh, to receive the Holy Spirit Kenneth uh, Fred David say tomorrow I suggest that we fast What's fasting? <laughs> All my 18 years in my life, 19 years in my life, I've never fasted a single day in my life. I didn't come from a rich family, but I, we did not have to go without food. And I fasted. I tell you. Whoa, it was my first fasting in December 1982. Hari ini dalam sejarah, December come, I tell you the story. Oh no, man, there was, it was so hot, no air con. And uh, during, the, <laughs> during in, in the afternoon, uh, when you're pre- uh, preparing for the evening, oh, oh we I tell that, okay, okay I'm, be, wait, I'm going to spend time praying. I'm going to pray lying down <laughs> flat on my four pieces, four table. And it was quite an experience. What were we doing? We were hungry for the Lord. That's how the fire broke out. I'm not saying that we make youth camp very unbearable. Huh? So they can. <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that in comfort, you cannot have revival. That's what I'm saying. If we seek after comfort more than God, revival will never come. The revival will never come. A generation will always struggle. The next next generation struggle even more. The the third generation probably is gone. We hold the key. Today you heard the message. I'm sorry, you heard the message. You you have responsibility now. (laughs) But the Lord is good. He's waiting for us to return. The Father is always looking out for us. For our generation, for our next generation, for the generation to come, the children, the youth, He is waiting, He is waiting and looking out. He is waiting and looking out. What do we need to do? Cry out to the Father, Father, look for them. This coming Tuesday, we're going to pray for just this one thing only. The revival will come, not just only to Desert Street Anglican Church, but to the church to God's people, to this state of Sabbath, to this state of Sabbath. The fire of God comes from God, not from Africa, not from Taiwan, not from Singapore, not from America. The fire of God comes from God himself. We we only want to pray only one thing, that the fire of God will consume us once again, once again young and old, so that the young men will see vision while the uh, old men dream dreams, especially when we take our afternoon naps. <laughs> My dear friends, the Father is today is looking out for us. He's looking for the bad, the lost son. He's persuading the ugly, the legalistic son in the house. Come to me for my resources. 
I prepare everything for you. Let us pray. My dear friends, whatever that we are seeing, whatever that we are seeing the church, not just in Sabah, but in the global scale, there is more than this. As I share with us, my discontent my discontent when I see all that is going on, what the church, our church, the diocese, and the church and the body of Christ in general, what the church consider, look out for as revival, praying for revival, there's a huge discontent in me because there's so much more than this. It's not just signs and wonders, not just people falling down, there's more than this. There's more to this. The heart of the Father is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's calling His church to return to Him. He's calling us to return to Him. He's calling me to return to Him. I was my, my calling which was birthed forth in, in a revival movement. The Lord is calling me back. And when the last time, Kenneth, you yearn and you cry with all your heart for a revival. You pray from time to time. Come back. Come back, let me do my work. Once again, like never seen before, that your generation and your generation to come will not only be preserved, but will be set on fire for the purposes of God. We don't want to be touched by the fire. We have to be on fire. We have to be carrying the fire of revival in us. Come back. Church, come back. Return to me.